You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We've got the kiln fired up. We've got the furnace prepped. We're about to unsheath the laser fire of Tyra. Yes, Rizcha de Raisa is coming your way. But first, if you own a retail business and accept credit cards, your customers are getting points, miles, and all sorts of rewards every time they use their card. And you're paying the price. That's why NRS Pay, a product of National Retail Solutions, a division of the IDT Corporation, offers its cash discount program, FeeBuster. You can start accepting credit cards for free. If your business processes over $18,000 a month, you pay no monthly fee and $0 out of your pocket for transaction. This means you, as a retailer, can enjoy the benefits of accepting plastic, and your customers still get those crucial miles they crave and need. NRS Pay FeeBuster provides every client with a free credit card reader with no long-term contract, no early termination fee, cancel anytime without a penalty. I'm personally familiar with this company, and they truly stand by their product, and they'll help you with live, stateside-based customer service on any issue or question. Visit nrspay.com or call 833-289-2767 to learn more about NRS Pay and the fantastically fair fee buster. If it's Moitzoy Shabbos Kodesh, this must be We're ready. This is our penultimate program because next week I think is our uh, final episode of this incredibly long six season. Dr. Kenneth Brander, the Rosh Hashiva of, of or Torah Stone uh, in Efrat, but it's much bigger than Efrat. Like if you go on their website, that's got like, you know, 31 different institutions all over Cicero and who knows where else. Rabbi Dr. Kenneth Brander. Um, has composed a important essay, uh, which the Jerusalem Post says as a scholarly tract, a tshuva, if you will, on the attitude that uh, Orthodox Moises uh, should have in dealing with openly uh, LGBTQ individuals. Maybe I, th- I think he says the T he's going to work with and a different chuva, but LGBTQ. This is um, what he is. Uh, what his paper is meant to give direction to, and um, it is quite an interesting paper. You you will uh, inform me about it on Erev Shabbos, and I did spend a little time last night uh, combing through the work. Um, today I got a little. Tonight I was able to check some of his footnotes. Uh, but since you've read it first, Rabbi Yisif, why don't you hold forth on the significance of this paper? Well, first, I wanted to say that uh, Kenny Brander, as I know, knew him, uh, or was, uh, was a classmate of mine in high school, and uh, we were together in Chavitz Chaim, Forest Hills, and uh, I, um, after, I left after 11th grade to go to Shalvim. He came to Shalvim after 12th grade. So, um, so, um, uh, he was a year behind me at that time, and uh, he had time planned to be a doctor. And I told him, you know, you can't become a doctor because you're a Cohen. So, as a result, he became a rabbi. And um, he obviously has been very, very uh, prominent in modern Orthodox circles in America and in Eretz Israel. And uh, the, 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 the thing with a chula like this is that like anything else which comes out of uh, out of uh, Oratora Stone, Lindenbaum, whatever else it's called, you know in advance what you're going to get. So I don't, uh, this, I'm not sure that uh, Chuva, which is going is going to take a pre-determined uh, position, can be held up as a truly scholarly and hopefully unbiased uh, perspective on everything that it um, it purports to tell us as Torah's Moshe Emes. So uh, I, I, there are a lot of useful marmaclamus, and certainly a lot of work went into writing this article, but uh, one has to take as a grain of salt because like everything, like many things nowadays, there of course was an agenda which preceded the... And he delineates, I think, correctly uh, the Isurim by Nosdvarim, 
uh, I, I I'm going to get back to the surim of 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 homosexuality a little bit later, but in terms of the Isra Venos Dvarim, he's he's correct. In terms of Toichacha, that it's very difficult how to give Toichacha, and maybe it's impossible to give Toichacha Bismanaze, he's probably correct there as well. Um, he then um, deals with a section about Toeva, uh, and he brings forth a number of Maramekemus, which I think, um, as you say, are interesting, and I think one of them is is basically against what he's trying to say, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, afterwards, he talks about his practical uh, advice, and it's informed by uh, various health professionals, psychologists, his own um, leadership uh, as a rabbi and as an educator and as a guide and someone who has interacted with so many different people. And based on that, he says that it's very important that we do our utmost to welcome totally and completely persons who identify openly as gay. He's really mostly referring to gay men. That's mostly of what, he, what, what he's referring to, that we need to be macabre them, uh, that we can't in any way uh use harmful language of course but we need they need we they of course are should be complete and total members even with the understanding that everyone has about them that they are identifying openly as gay and their uh membership should be structured in a way that doesn't give a gushpanka of 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 as agreeing that this is a, a union according to Torah. However, clearly any children or uh, or anything that comes as part of that family unit needs to be accepted and treated 100% properly. Um, so and, this is obviously, and, obviously this is sociology uh, to, to a certain extent masquerading as, Ju- as Judaism. In the sense, I, I don't mean in a negative sense, even though masquerading seems negative. I mean that a, a, a strictly Orthodox Haredi community is not going to uh, change, and the modern Orthodox community is already looking at this type of uh, modus vivendi. So uh, uh, he's really preaching to a choir here. I don't think that he's going to convince anybody to. Well, I'm um, not sure. I think there might be some places in the middle. There might be some places that are, you know, firm Wayu type of. Uh, places that he that he believes, and as we know, he did I have think a. That they will not be influenced by Rabbi Brander. You don't if think so? Schechter wrote it too, that might be something, but Rabbi Brander's not going to be the one who's going to influence. Okay. Uh, you know, they'll say, okay, in Teaneck, they're going to say, well, Rabbi Brander wrote this shuva, and now we're going to change what we're doing in Shul Pliny Amoini. The, the Shul, either the Shul already has this attitude, or the Shul is not going to adapt this attitude. It's not. It's not going to be Rabbi Brander's article which changes their uh, their position. Let me just before we get to the nitty gritty, I just want to add one more thing: is that besides the health professionals and psychologists and sociologists and a number of different things that are cited in his footnotes, the Israeli poskim, if you would allow it, is basically Medan and Melamed. Those are the two. Uh, most prominent names. Yuval Shurlo, of course, is thrown in there as oh, well. Both of our Feldman out of his head. Uh, so that that I felt <laughs> was quite innocuous because because I don't believe Arm Feldman will be too happy <laughs> with how he was written up there. And and I would say something similar about Rav Kook uh, was also uh, quoted there. And this is what I spent the last forty minutes trying to work on. And I'll, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So yes, but in terms of people that align with his approach, he he, he quotes from Lezer Malamid and Rav Yaakov Medan, and I was looking through again, it's interesting that Lezer Malamid's articles are not in a tshuva sefer, but they're in uh, the newspaper. Uh, I, I don't know which one, but one of these Shabbos newspapers, Moisiv Shabbos, Makor Rishon, or something like that. Um, and, and, and Rav Moshe was Feinstein, who he does not quote, and Rav Moshe's attitude is almost the exact opposite of 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 Rabbi Brander. He doesn't even mention Rav Moshe at all. But Rav Moshe did say that when we're dealing with very significant and difficult issues like this one is, 
they shouldn't be bandied about in the newspaper as the main place. So a Myra Mokum as, a, as, as an article, a Shabbos article for someone to take home on Friday morning, you know, when they were in, 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 in the cafe and they picked up the newspaper and there was this article uh, from, uh, from Rav Lezer Malamed. Yes, he puts his name to it, but I wouldn't necessarily refer to that as a, uh, a, an, a, an exact halachic source. Okay, so now let's talk about what bothered both of us. Okay, look, I think both of us could say that the Rizcha team is not uh, in any way uh, uh, arguing for discrimination and for hurting and for a campaign against uh, gay men or lesbians or, uh, or, or anything like that, okay? I want to say that, uh, I want to just say anecdotally, that I have, I have several Talmudim one of one of them, just as examples. One of them came out to me as homosexual, and another I have. I'm going to change the names, but I have a Talmud who last time I saw him, he was Nasan, uh, and now he's Nancy. And uh, obviously, uh, transgender. And I have this Talmud to a Talmud last week who is going out with a non-Jewish girlfriend. So the uh, of course, in all these cases, they're still Talmudim, and there's still people we have to deal with right. with love and right. with uh... conversion therapy is is primitive and probably does not work. And despite what Shmuel Kamenetsky and others wrote a number of years ago, I can be macabre what the health professionals are saying because it's totally not my field, and I, I know that I don't think the people, the health professionals who are who have who have made these comments and said how conversion therapy uh, is is so negative? I, I'm a cobble. <laughs> they know this. I want to tell, I want to tell you something interesting about that, which is when I was in Hopkins back in the '80s uh, and taking a master's degree in counseling, and we had a course in advanced technique, techniques in counseling, and actually part of the book which we use the textbook gave case studies of various different ways of dealing with behavioral therapy. And one of them was, quote, unquote, how to uh, cure homosexuality. Right. It was it was part of the DMS it was for right. many, many years. When you were yeah. going to Hopkins and others, we know the sea change that has occurred in terms of how to view homosexuality is, is clearly it's been documented. And I'm the cobble. However, here's where I think, um, you know, again, the place where maybe I can respond to Kenny Brander. In the first part of his essay, there's two things. Let's go with the first one. The first one he says is that in order to be Chayev Kares or Skiva, there's a certain amount of sexual advancement that has to happen. Okay, I'll say it once and we won't come back to it because I know it bothers you. There ain't no penetration. So basically what he says is, is that if it's not anal penetration, then he puts it into a different category. Then he cites anecdotal and other sorts of evidence to indicate that many uh, identifiable gay men who want to be Orthodox, who are having in a loving relationship with another man, do not go that far. And they are are not to, not to do that. Therefore, he says, we can't necessarily look at these people as doing things that are biblically, capital B, prohibited. Maybe it's also the Rabbonin, which he says, based on Lesikrivu or something else. Okay. Well, we'll see so, the rice, according to Right. So first of all, as you, as you say, Lesikrivu is a machlikis the Rambam and the Ramban. And the Primagodim and others say, it's a suffix that rice, we have to machmer like the Rambam. Secondly... <laughs> Again, we know that the the, the concept of biasevorim is quite uh, unique, and when it comes to a man, uh, the things that he's talking about, where well, we don't have. Uh, let me, I'll say it, Rashi Tavis. There's no AP, so if there's no AP, so it's, I I it, I am not convinced that that is not called biasevorim, even if it's not AP, and therefore. I would assume that as it's as you can see from the truth of Ramesha and from the Rambam himself and others, uh, even the Ramban, it would be included in um, And I think you're in, it, it's it's a very... Uh, I think that, I think Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Avram, there's another issue here, which 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying you're on thin ice right. when you start making these chilukim. And as, as, when you make these chilukim, I, I, I think it, 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 it's, first of all, nefesh ayofa say let us man. And I apologize for bringing up the imagery, but this is part of the, the first part of his argument is that we're not dealing with and I am not sure that that is the case. And I think for him to make that statement, again, even though he quotes others to back him up, and even, again, the Yisurei Daraisa, I believe, even according to the Ramban, and I'm going to say it better, if the Maisa could lead to the Yisur Mamish, that if it's a Hechitimtza to get to the Yisur, it's different than just I held hands with my, my wife before we were married. Um, and and we, look, we held hands or we touched, even that's called derechiba, an act which is the obvious jumping off point to the next thing, I believe it would be leisikrevu l'chol So therefore, and it would zikr and probably be abizrayu as well. So I, I think he's wrong as far as that goes. Okay. All right. I, I want to make two points. First of all, um, I have to, I have a tangent. One of our listeners, uh, I had an interaction with her on Friday, and she, I, she said, well, I, I interrupted her on something, and she said, well, you know, uh, this is not like your risk program where you can just interrupt somebody at, at when. <laughs> I hear. I hear <laughs> okay, so, uh, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for treating me like a woman. I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway. I, I got I got to work. That's, maybe that's a very good zach, that you should see me as in that light no, so you don't no, interrupt no, me as much. Yeah. Go ahead, yes. So the uh, so two things. First of all, uh, the, our common Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Brandon and my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Schlesinger, was once asked by a couple in Mishmari Alon, which is the irreligious kibbutz down the road from Shalvin, to teach them Hilchas Nida, the Raisa, not the Rabbanans. Nida, the Raisa, not the Rabbanans. So he went to Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach and asked Shlomo Zalman Oyerbach, his Rebbe, who's allowed to teach him, just the Raisa and not the Rabbanans. Shlomo Zalman said, absolutely not. We don't have two Tyrus, right? Even we don't have, uh, what, halacha is halacha, and we don't distinguish between the Raisa and the Rabbanans. And I think that that would be uh, very, very much like a Herschel Schechter's uh, Varta based on the Marshal and Baba Kama about Zio Yeah, I, I know you love the, the Marshal, man. You you bring that out every time you can. <laughs> I think it's a very good Marshal. Are you okay. with somebody against that Marshal? Hey, you know what? I've talked, I've already told you what I think about that Marshal, but but here's the point. No, yes. I have another point I want to make. Okay, no, no. I, so let me respond just for a second. Yes, right. To it's a slippery slope when you start saying, "Well, it's only a darabonon, and we're only right because we know that Klal Yisrael has been leichem on the rabbonons the whole nineteenth the whole nineteenth century campaign against the Frank against the Hamburg Temple was basically an isurei darabonons dumped of sheni isurei darabonons, and obviously part of it was. And, and maybe here Kenny Brander would say, well, that's because the the other side had, had an agenda that was much greater than just getting rid of the Rabbanans. But we know that that the Torah is the Torah. And yes, Rosh Hashanah is correct. What is your second argument? The second point is the Hershian point, which is uh, the, the, the principle of Auschwitz Gemeinde, which is that you don't actually, and Ramosha writes something similar about joining the JCC, uh, the, the board of the JCC, that you don't, uh, if you to to associate with uh, a, a group which uh, has an agenda which is clearly anti-Torah and is primarily anti-Torah, and certainly anti-Darites, of course, even if um, you are, are not going to conduct involve yourself in that behavior, such as you're going to keep Shabbos, even though the community is mechal Shabbos, that is an iser, chabrus and other other isurim as well. So uh, the verse for Gerov notwithstanding. So uh, again, to identify yourself, I think we would be very more lenient, very lenient if two people came to us and presented themselves as roommates. You know, we're two bachelors, we live together as roommates, and whatever happens, okay, that's how they present themselves. But the moment you start presenting yourself as part of the greater, um, you know, homosexual community, so then you're identifying yourself as being part and parcel of a movement which has a whole agenda, which is very much... I, I, I think Kenny Brander would disagree with you, and I, I, I think I do too, because 
um, you know, the, 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 they want to be part of, they have a cheshik to do mitzvahs, they love their rabbinic yeah, family, they I love learning Torah, so they don't really see themselves as part of the of act up or, or people that are that are fighting for gay rights, they find themselves. You yes, know, but a lot, a lot of, they, they march in the parades. A lot of them. Okay, know, that was something else about. But, and they're the yeah. YU club. All these things. That, that, okay, I think you're. I, I think you're conflating some stuff here. But I, your point, I, I think I, I get it. Here's where uh, the second part, which I promised to get to. Again, there's one one more thing after this second part. The main halachic. Uh, structure that Rabbi Brander's quote unquote tshuva is built on is the fact that and he mentions a, a few of them Rav Yitzchel Chonin Specter, Rav Azriel Hildesheim, Rav David Hoffman, and Rav Meisha. Okay, now Rav Meisha would be rolling over in his grave if you take a look at Rav Meisha's tshuva about about tshuva for uh, a, a gay boy who was nichshal and nishkav zocher. It has an attitude which is completely the opposite of of, of Kenny Brander's whole tshuva. He doesn't even give it the the covet of a footnote saying etc. He does okay okay, but let's forget about Rav Meisha for a second. What are these tshuvas from these four gedolei about? Allowing machalali shabbos. To either a be part of a minion, uh, to uh, get an aliyah, uh, to be complete shul members, even though it's clear from their actions that they do not keep Shabbos. Machil Shabbos, he believes that attitude, which was whether it was a hero show or is based on a changing of what was happening in people's mindsets. Uh, and, and the fact that again we have chuvas that he doesn't mention uh, from Mendelssohn and Newark and others who talk about how you can see that they really want to be part of Klal Yisro. He doesn't mention anecdotally the early minyonim, <laughs> minyonim, <laughs> and he he sees that there was a accommodation that was being made by these rabbonim to to not be marked them and not to distance them and make them leave Yiddishkeit altogether. Uh, to hope that there might be some change. But even if it's not about changing them, it's the fact that we recognize the positives that are there and they are part of the Kehillah 100%. He therefore says we should have the exact same regesh using the shoulders of Rabbi Tzachol Chonin, Rabbi Azriel Hildesheimer, Rabbi David Hoffman, and, and Rabbi Moshe <laughs> to say the same thing towards the LGBTQ community. This is, in a nutshell, what he says. Now, he repeats it in a number of different ways, and he also takes a very, which I think is an appropriate swipe, but I'm not sure how halakhically proper it is, that the many of these moistas give tremendous COVID and are macabre, all these ganovim and people that are involved in, in, in a lot of rip-off behavior, uh, whether it's the government or other things, and who have sat in jail and come back and and they can somehow be restored and returned and be in a way uh, glorified, whereas you know the poor gay fellow who really has done nothing illegal in the in the law and just wants to be part of the community is not being accepted. Is that they should be accepted as teachers and I think maybe rabbis also in the community, right? He says as long as they. Right, as long as long as they don't openly say that they are right, they they can admit that they are gay in the sense they don't have a taivas noshim, so to speak. But they can be yes, they can be yes, they can be hired as teachers. Well, so this is something that again, basic. You now, both of us thought that there might be a difference. I'll let you go first. Why don't you think it's a tushdel to what the Gedele Hayro said about Machali Shabbos? I don't think that the Machali Shabbos, which we give. Uh... Mechal Shabbos came to the shul and said, I'm Bashita Mechal Shabbos, and I am actually, uh, again, this goes back to where I don't, you don't like my tzushto to the Hoshian perspective. But uh, the, uh, if a person came and said, I am the president of the Mechal Shabbos League, or I'm the guy who organizes the Yom Kippur balls, right? We're not going to give him any COVID, and we're probably going to kick him out of shul. So <laughs> the question is how you identify. If you come and you don't say, don't ask, don't tell. You don't say, I'm a Chal Shabbos. So it's, not, it's something which was not discussed. Even though it's known that the guy is right. right. Um, the Kol is is much worse than the, everybody knowing. And the, this is a different Madrego. You don't, there's certain things which we, we understand if they're not highlighted and they don't become your persona, 
So then the community can tolerate them. But if they become your persona, then that's something else. Now, it is possible that you know that what was pushing these poiskim, and again, you have to look through their chuvas, was a fear that, and, and I think that's what you can see from the ones, the chuva of Rabbi Zrio, I looked briefly about the ones, people who are not Nemo. And um, that there is this worry that they're going to leave Klal Yisrael altogether. And therefore, there's room to be makal, especially when we're talking about a a dover that's pretty much, you know, an aliyah l'tayra, which is, what's the worst this can be, right? Being a, a minion is also like a derabonon. Um, he mentions that he disagrees with Melamed because Melamed says we shouldn't use them for dover shebiktusha, and he disagrees on that, uh, Kenny Brander. I didn't go into the, the details. So you, I think he has a place to maybe create a comparison um, but I, 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 but, 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 but I think, but I think it's a. I, I, let me just say the point. I think if you look at Rav Moshe's tshuva, for example, about giving a machal shabbos and aliyah, he says maybe he'll stay in Joel. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the chazan and the and the ava that he has is going to say, you know what? This is stupid. I'm leaving my Cadillac in the driveway and I'm walking home to the rabbi, and maybe that's the last time I'm driving to Joel. You don't know that that's not not going to happen. That's what Rav Moshe says. Now. Will that happen? Well, I don't know. There might be that Franz Rosenzweig moment, and that might occur. But 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 Brander's article is built on the fact that it definitely will not occur for uh, uh, the, the gay man. The gay man is not going because he sees we love him to give up this behavior. Hill Shabbos is the type of thing which we have seen, and he 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 basically praises himself about how he was able to change so many people in uh, in two footnotes, how he was able to change so many people in Boca and turn them from wa- drivers into walkers. He should realize himself that that is something that can't be accomplished here. And I, I would yeah, he's put... he's not out to accomplish. I, I, yeah, he doesn't, and it can't. And I would put forth that part of the reason the Paiskim were Mako, assuming, again, was that they understood that this was a, a Yitzhahara that was almost impossible to fight straight on. And there were people who we know felt it was Pikuach Nefesh to be Machal Shabbos in America, which led to this Israshwas, yeah, let's drive to Shoal. And this approach, I think, has Chochmah to it. <laughs> the truth is that in most of the Northeastern, even most modern communities, it's, it's, not, it's, it's a non-issue today because it doesn't really happen. Uh, when I was growing up, it did. When you were growing up, perhaps in in West Hampstead. So, so, but I think that shows the chokma of these poiskim. Lamaisa, what happened was that it eliminated the problem mostly, um, and most of the people, even ones who live a pretty modern lifestyle, do not actually get into a car and drive to shul and etc. So, and we know so, Moshe, Moshe also himself would distinguish between alias and things like that, and putting something like this on a board. In other words, uh, yeah, okay, we can give anybody uh, an aliyah, but the question is, what's the position in the long term? In the as a leader, community? as a leader yes. in the community, yes, right. I think. And again, I, I take a look at Rav Meishas Chuva and Chelik Dalid. You will see that, and and I'm not, I'm not saying it's an enlightened attitude. I'm not saying it's an attitude that's based on on, on medical and, and 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 the knowledge. It, it, it's almost anti what. Uh, what the doctors and sociologists and other people say, but Rav Meisha, <laughs> Rav Meisha. and uh, and again, Rav Meisha's words are very very strong. I have to tell you the part that like rang a bell with me um, was him. He's he, about Toeva. So let's just talk about that between us for a second. Um, you know, the what, what, one of the things he starts with is anecdotally is that the Yeshiva News uh, was was applauding. Uh, Pete Buttigieg's um, removing himself from the campaign in 2020, and they said Toeva not. And he, Kenny Brander, was reacting viscerally to that, saying that's so terrible. It's such a chil Hashem. It looks so ugly. And part of what he goes into is that 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 you have to understand what the Torah means by referring to homosexuality as Toeva. And he quotes the Gemara Nidarim about Bar Kapora. Um, now, this Gemara is, is, 
is a very strange piece of Gemara. Uh, Bar Kapora is coming to Rebbe's um, uh, daughter's chasana, and um, he's going to he 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 wants Rebbe's wife to come and give him a bunch of wine to drink. And he then also wants Rebbe to engage in all types of dancing in front of him. And while he's doing that, he's he's telling Rebbe what the pshat in Toeva and what Tevel and what Zima is. Now, the Gemara is so givaldic because it's a simcha v'chosan and gala. And these two G'dayla Yisrael are talking about what do the verses that deal with uh, you know, adverse like bestiality and and and, and incest and homosexuality mean, and that's and Rebbe is tonsing and saying pshat in it, and the Gemara doesn't even say what Rebbe's pshat is. The Gemara just says the Barakapara was doicha them all, and Barakapara they're drinking, they're dancing, and that's where he says that. Well, let me. So he says toeva means toya ataboy that you're being toya in. In that's we tell the gay guy the toya atabo. Okay, so and what does tevel mean when you want to get it on with the animal? That what tavlin yeshpa? Like well, like what? It's like it's like the same taste. In other words, it's the same taste, animal and human. And zima is. Oh, don't you realize zu mahi? Don't you realize that by doing this, you're not going to know what's going on? Is she your daughter? Is she your wife? Is what's happening? So all of this needs to be looked into context. Um. So, look, the, it's almost like Sistre Torah, but to use that Gemara as, oh, uh, Bar right? right? It, 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 at, least, at least put a footnote in, Kenny. Put a footnote in and say, look, well, I, I know it's not so clear, et cetera, et cetera. But in other words, we've got to go with Bar Kapara's drunken, like, 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 in what Toyeva means. And again, I am I, I'm against Oinoz Dvorim, but I'm also against Ziyuf Atayro. I'm not going to use that marshal, right? Okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> but I, you, when you bring a mocker, you've got to be honest. And, and therefore, this one is problematic now. <laughs> so to use Bar Kapara as the great liberal of, of, of and, and the, the forward-looking person. So, uh, so then, he, in order to show that there were G'dayla Yisrael who actually were on Bar Kapara's side. He quotes my hero, uh, Rav Kook. When I saw the quote from Rav Kook, it was a little bit strange to me because I have gone through Iris HaKadosh, but the Iris HaKadosh that I have is a little bit different than the Shemayin Kavotzim. So it's clear that the Nazar, whoever was the editor of the original Iris HaKadosh, took out a couple of words. But this is... And, and Rav Cook wrote this in, when he was a young man, and there's sort of like scattered thoughts that are connected in some way. In the Oyer Sakhaydish, they, they took the notebooks and they tried to make themes out of it. But here it is. The fact that this new Mada has somehow um, come up with, and, 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 and the article that Kenny Brander points out to from Professor Perry in, in Eretz Yisrael, there was some uh, um, sociologist, uh, psychologist of the beginning of the 20th century who um, who was, you know, the vanguard of this. Aldevar Nati Ativius, she yeshu Ezeb and Ayodim. I know that when Rav Kook was alive, they already had this mahalach. Um, also Mishkav Zohar. That there's been some new thinking, yes, about why there would be a leaning that some people have even from the beginning, in other words, that it isn't something that that develops later in life because they were molested or some other strange thing, like a la Freud, but it actually is part of their their innate nature, lemishkav zocher, ubeshvilkach, because they have that. So they want to live that life and to go against the ethics. He says, that God's statements will last forever. Now, it's true, he quotes Bar Kapora, but even Bar Kapora says, it's wrong. You, you, even you. Oh, he learns Toyata, that's very interesting. Toyata means if you think it's okay, you're making a mistake. Shetzorach Adam, you as a person, and all mankind to fight against it that 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 shouldn't that it shouldn't it should not manifest itself 
And he says, umikza satina. And maybe there's a little bit of that. Maybe you're going to find that there are some things that's going to be some individuals that you can't just use your usual mental techniques. And Ramesha has a number of them. You look at Ramesha's chuva of the type of things to tell yourself to, to, to cancel this feeling out of you. But it's going to be impossible, Rav Kook says. This is a Gemara in, in the Dharam Davchov. The Gemara about Bar Kapar is on Nunalif. This is on Davchov. In other words, the Gemara had said earlier that you have to be very sneistic in the way you're involved in your uh, conjugal activities. But then the Gemara quotes that we don't paskin like Rabbi Yochanan ben Davo, and we hold that you can do you can deal in your sex life anything that you want, just like when there, everybody has a different way of dealing with their fish. They boil them, they fry them, whatever they do with them. He says, The fact is that the Gemara there is talking about being involved in anal sex with a woman. So with that, the fact that you're able to do that, which is similar to homosexual sex, that's a way that the the homosexual person who can't who says he cannot take it out of himself could marry or be involved with a woman and have sex with her in a way that satisfies his desire. And, and by doing this, by Chazal saying you're allowed to do it, it wasn't just, yeah, it's 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 a sybaratic experience. Do whatever you want. This will help those people who are mukulkolim, who Bereshit Sirosim, unfortunately, have this defect, but this is a way that they can process it. And even though they allow it, because it's necessary, because that those people, it, 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 it's the desire that they have. But Chazal, Rabbi Yochanan ben Davos says, Why do people, unfortunately, end up with congenital birth defects? Why do they end up lame? Because they have sex in an in, in the unusual manner. He says, that's not the aloha. You're allowed to, but that's Shulchan Aruch. But who's the people who said it? The Chachomim know, even though they can't paskin and force people, Rav Kook, Zatzal, Zeichar Tzadik, Kodesh, Levirocha, knew that the Malochim had the great cook. As you were saying before, the same Rosh Zalman. They call Am Hashem Al Piyam Yachan Even though we don't ask in that way, that's what we have to move towards. They call Hanishar B'Tzion, V'Hanoisar B'Yerushalayim Kodesh Yoyim. Especially in Eretz Yisrael, if this is where you are, Kodesh Yoyimar. And therefore, as much as it's V'Yisna Tafuchos, you have to hate it. V'Derech Yisharim Sula. So again, you tell me. I read the shtickle exactly. And I don't think I added. I this is you. this is what you quote to buttress your there. And I called him Kenny Ahubi Um You could call me Avramo, believe me, it's fine. Um, um, to be clear, there's no way around the fact that the Torah describes sexual activity between two men as Toeva. However, the definition of the term Toeva in this context is not as clear as it first seems. In the Dharam, okay, that's we already said he quotes the Gemara. Bar Kapara suggests that Tawaiva is a descriptive term that points to the perceived atypical nature of homosexuality, not a prescriptive term that denotes a unique level of severity. Once again, where was Bar Kapara saying it? In what context? Is, is Kenny Brander going to say that's the same thing with uh, that, that, that what he talks about, Tevel and Zima, that these are also meant to be uh, de- definitive? Okay, that's one kasha on you. But then he says, to casually assign the inflammatory term, abomination, and I don't know if that's what the word toeva means either, but okay, but to assign the inflammatory term to gay and lesbian people overlooks the Talmudic interpretation. Indeed, Ra- indeed Rabbi Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Cook adopts Bar Kapar interpretation in his discussion of homosexuality. Okay, so... Yeah, that's that's a, this, what, this is. I read the piece. This is an example of bad scholarship, and I would say, yeah, really uh, being no, because Rob Cook is using it 
in much more, he's using it, uh, in fact, in a totally different manner. He's using it to, to, to stress the severity of the people who try to be lenient. Right. In fact, yes, with the understanding that science or, or is, is, is discovering new ways to look at it. And by Karpar's by warning them. Yes. 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 So, Rabbi Avram, I'm impressed. Okay. Okay, look, I didn't do, I didn't take the I article. know you didn't do much, but still you did it. Okay, like I didn't do something. And again, there's, the, Kenny Brander could have couched this a little bit differently. He could have just said, take a look at what Rav Cook says. Not right. Again, instead, he has Rav Cook as one of his um, supporters in a way of that, that and especially the, the whole, the whole thrust of what Rav Cook is saying is really stands in contradistinction to what Rabbi Branders is wants. I, and again, I would say if Rav Moshe or Rav Cook would see this paper, they would say it's Muksamach uh, that's, that, that's my feeling. Uh, maybe Rav Cook would be a little more. I, I want to go well, the, the next paragraph there, where you, which you mentioned right before, uh, where he says that uh, well, you know, we don't uh, we don't um, we don't try uh, uh, we don't um, treat. The other people who who have brought a behavior, which also bear the name to Ava, and have no time to extend ameliorates meaning. So I don't know why. If what's in the Talmud ameliorates its meaning, it's ameliorating its meaning no matter what the context, right? Well, Barkapar is definitely talking about the sex part. Yeah, but he's not. Matter. He's it's not talking about eating chazer. He's not talking yeah. about chazer. No, but it's about, let's say Amidos, Amidos and Mishkolos, right? But it was called to, to Eva, right? He right, right. Yeah, but Barakapar is Zichar talking no, about but that. that. The point is, if he's, if he's giving etymology, then the etymology applies across the board. And Rabbi Brandon has just diminished uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, so we for the uh, repugnance which we should have against Amiyus Mishaka and Midos and Mishkolos, because he's saying, oh, yo, no, it's only to Atabah. It should be the same thing. I would say that the argument goes, but I'm not, if I was a devil's advocate on this, I would say the argument's for care. In other words, okay, you know what? A good point. We should treat people who are um, uh, not uh, falsified Midos and Mishkolos the same way we treat anybody else who we regard as a Torah. Absolutely. We should put them in Mikul That's a tremendous flaw in the Frum community that we don't do that. Rabbi Schwab used to say if somebody is uh, Gazan, he's not Frum by definition. That's right. You don't, don't say Frum, right? He would get very upset. Let's talk about Aaron Feldman now. <laughs> And again, you know, I, I had this close to speak to Rav Aaron uh, a number of times, and he says, uh, Rav Aaron Feldman uh, was involved in uh, this issue. He wrote articles and dialogue um, in Trembling Before God. He, um, he was interviewed. Um, and Rav Aaron Feldman, and again, when you quote someone, and you realize that he probably would not be happy with what you're quoting him for. Aaron Feldman is, is, was, a, was, as far as I know, a believer in conversion therapy. That's A. B, he quotes the Briskerov, which I don't know if it's written anywhere, that a person who's gay um, doesn't have a mitzvah per revu. Uh, one of the things that Kenny Brander does, and we, we, miss, we didn't talk about it, was the very careful possible uh, solution, which is that you have the, a gay man marry uh, a straight woman, but the straight woman knows that he's gay and that he's involved in therapy the whole time, and that somehow through uh, a number of dimyonis they are able to be moilid, but they but he's very cautious against that happening. And I and, and Rav Aaron Feldman actually says there's no chiyuv for that. Rav Aaron Feldman says that they call, quoting the briskerov that if a person doesn't have the innate biological feeling that he wants to be uh, involved with a woman, then he's Potter from Pruravu and Godson. And he, the Briskarov told people who, who were gay that there were other ways they could be tyrant to the Kila. And those ways were immense, whether it's Sadaka and other things like that, but they weren't, but they definitely were not considered, you know, Roshoyim Gemurim uh, just because they had the Natiya. That seems to be Rav Aaron Feldman's approach, and 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 Rabbi Brander, you know, again quotes these. In other words, he's cherry picking what he wants in order uh, to make his case. This is really, in a way, just um, I, I guess, you know, complimenting what you're saying that he has an agenda. 
I, I think the issue is not going to go away. And I think even though you're saying, Rabbi Yosef, that it's not knocking on the door of the real yeshivish Haredish communities, um, I'm not so sure that it isn't uh, insinuating itself in many other places. There's definitely communities, I, I, I believe, that are, that are as you say before, and, and it's if if it's not here now, it's it's going to be. So, I, I guess my 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 issue is is that Kenny Brander is your is your old friend from Yeshiva. Uh, he had a prominent position. He's a Rosh Yeshiva, but this is the type of statements that you need someone with the gravitas of Rav Aaron Lichtenstein. And he quotes Rav Aaron Lichtenstein. However, and Rav Aaron Lichtenstein was correct when he talked about. The fact that, you know, it was hard for him to understand. It was a taped interview or something where it was hard for Avaran to understand how come you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to have Machali Shabbos march in the Israel Day Parade and other people who are who are clearly part of Reform Judaism and that stand against Torah uh, and other things. So why would you say, oh, if there's going to be gay people, I can't be in that parade? So I, the truth is, I have some. I, I think Ravarin has Ravarin Lichtenstein has a good point. I'm not sure if Ravarin Lichtenstein would agree to what's in this paper. And let me just end here. It has the most strange haskama of any paper I've ever seen from 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 JJ Schachter. Let, let's let, let me read that for you. In, in this learned and passionately presented article, <laughs> Rabbi Doctor Katriel Kenneth. Brander, provides a roadmap for the ritual and social inclusion in the Orthodox community of Jews who publicly identify as gay and lesbian. Citing numerous halachic texts and rabbinic authorities, he argues that ways must and can be found to ensure that these members of our communities be made to feel welcome and appreciated. Take his argument seriously. Uh, Okay, I think we have. If you agree with them, work to implement his proposals. If you disagree with them, make your own contribution to this most important and timely communal conversation, Rabbi Jacob J. Schachter. Now, you tell me, if Schachter agreed with him, that's what he would write, correct? He's not doing that, is he? Right. He's, yeah, he's playing both sides of the fence. And 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 what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying that JJ J. Schachter represents a Godelby soil that needs to give his day here, but clearly there is some. Look, neither of us are running institutions, um, and and I believe to if we would be put in a situation where we were running institution, and the question would be, uh, you know, like you said, to hire an openly gay individual as a teacher, as somebody who was involved. Um, I think it would be a tough call. Um, can, I, can I make a, a, a humorous remark here, please? Yes. A very heavy topic. They say in the name of Baron Sobechik, Baron Sobechik was asked, you're, you're, you're a menial of an, a school, and you have a kid whose mother had a conservative conversion. How long can you keep in the school before you have to you know, compel them to have an orthodox conversion? And he said, four years. So ostensibly, I don't know if it's true or not true, they asked him, why four years? Yes, and Levine's supposed to have answered, because that gives him now enough time to find another job. <laughs> yeah. There's really no way out over here. That's like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I will tell you, by the way, that I know from personal experience, and I can't go into too many details, that in Maimonides, Rav Yosheberi's school, that they did not allow into the school. It was about 15 or 20 years ago, um, a child who was the product of, uh, of, of the Zera of, of, of a gay man uh, that they used a surrogate mother for. And uh, Maimonides refused to take the kids. Um, and the kids ended up going to to a different school, to Gan Academy, which where they did take them. Now, again, every community is going to be different. If you try to do that in uh, in, a, in, a, in a co-ed school, then it's going to be different than you try to do it in the yeshiva of Spring Valley. You know, it's not, uh, and uh, the, the, community, the mores are different, the norms are different, and uh, e- 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 the kid will not, it won't be healthy for a kid like that to be in yeshiva of Spring Valley. It might be healthy for him to be in uh, in uh, you know the um, 
Hebrew Academy of what's it, whatever it is. Uh, so the, uh, the each as I said, in, there's a socio before a sociological issue here as much as a logic issue, and that's why I don't think what's Rabbi uh, uh, Brando writes is going to have significant impact because you can't change that sociological issue just by writing a learned paper or a semi-learned paper as he's written here. The um, it's 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 going to be each and every individual school's call how they can treat it in their community and what's the best thing for the, the kid himself or herself and the community in general. Brander says he's going to deal with trans separately. I think the problem here is is that the activism, and this is where I agree to your point, it's all it is all coalesced into one. So unfortunately, what we have here is well, gay is the same as trans. And I think when we're talking about the acceptance of transsexuals as the other sex that they purport themselves to be, there I think you are really going into a uh, a, a terrible bahala because what you, what's happening is is you are spurring even further. Uh, what Rav Kook and Rav Moshe and others say is really a derech tafuchas that we have to be saying. Okay. Both of us have... A hundred percent. Bechafer and Kivalevich are not in any ways homophobes. We are not out there. We're not Anita Bryant uh, going out there and, and, and protesting. We don't. We're not saying that they shouldn't be given uh, 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 renting to them in your right. Again, none of that is 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 is, is on our agenda. But I think part of it is uh, part of it is I'm just a, a basically a shtickle of a snob. When it comes to learned papers, and therefore, you know, it's hard for me. It's it's it, again. I also I love Tyra. I'm not that great at it, but I, I love it enough that I want it to be actual. And I think again, having Rabbi Brander involved is a positive thing in the sense that he is a, a leader of of a of an institution, and he's got a, a lot of intellectual weight and other things behind him. However, look, I think I've responded. I think I think Rabbi Schachter would be happy with what we're doing here tonight. So take care, everybody. Next week, the last show of this season. Be well, everybody. Be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 